Hi everybody, how's it going? Hey, welcome to Cornerstone Church Rollison. I trust that you are all doing well wherever you are. And um, hey, what we're going to be doing today is we are going to be unpacking uh, our fifth in our series of Cornerstones. And uh, if you don't know them, uh, we started off a wee while ago before lockdown. We started with our first one, which is Presence, uh, that we are a church uh, that is guided by and directed by and chasing after His Presence. Uh, the second one being um, community, that we are a church focused on loving our community outside of ourselves. So that's our local community, our global community. Uh, then we covered relationship, that we are um, a relational community of people, that we believe in uh, loving others as ourselves. And then last week we had Pastor Lyndon cover authenticity, that we are to be authentic to the way that God has created us to be. And this week I'll be unpacking growing. Um, so let's go. I'll pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you wherever we are, whatever space we're in, Lord, that we can come together and that we can enjoy your word. We can enjoy your, um, your presence um, in our space. So, Father, I pray today with humility that, that we would hear from you through my own words, but, Lord, that, that we wouldn't just hear, but that we would do, myself included. Father, we thank you in your mighty name. Amen. Cool. So our key verse this morning, if you've got your Bibles, I want to grab your, want you to grab your Bibles and go to Hebrews 6. So I've got it here on the big screen. Um, Hebrews 6. Ooh, there we go. Uh, therefore, uh, Hebrews 6 verse 1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teaching about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and faith in God. Um, so Paul's writing here about a maturity, a taking a step, a growing, if you will. Um, and I really love the message version of this. It cracked me up when I heard it. I hope you liked it too. Um, so come on, let's leave the preschool finger painting exercises on Christ and get on with the great or grand work of art. Grow up um, in Christ. The basic foundational truths are in place, which I love that idea. So my message this morning is essentially that we need to... As Christians, we all need to grow up. Now that, I don't know where you are in your Christian walk, I don't know where you are in your faith, but I know for a fact, biblically, that we all are required to grow up. We all are required to do something different than we did last year, to be a different person than we are, more Christ-like, more Christ-focused than we were uh, this time last year or when we were younger. Paul says um, that you no longer should just be fed milk, but be fed meat. And we, we are to develop. And so my message this morning is simply about that. I've got a few ideas. Um, I've got a few things that I'm going to ask you guys to reflect on. But let's kick off. Okay. Um, Billy Graham says this. Being a Christian is more than just an instantaneous conversion. It's a daily process whereby you grow to be more like Christ. Thank you, Billy. That is, that's fantastic. I love that. Um, this idea that we are to continue to be growing. We are not changed by Christ, but continually changing by changing every day through Christ. All right. Um, what do we need to grow? So if we can establish that biblically we are meant to grow, then the question is, well, how do we grow? I, you know, okay, I, I want to be closer to Jesus than I was. I want to be more Christ-like. I want to be more loving, forgiving, generous, kind, all of those things. But I, I, I just simply don't know how. And so 
I'm kind of giving the answer right now, but there's a few things that we can do to become more like Christ, to be closer to Christ. Now, this whole idea of growing, this theme of like plants and stuff, we can actually look to that for a little bit of help. So we ask this out. If I asked you right now, what does a plant need to grow? What does it need? Answer in your connect groups or wherever you are. You can just be like, sun, water, nutrients, whatever, whatever those are. And so, right, sun, uh, nutrients, water, um, earth, you need to be planted in something. And there needs to be a level of protection from the elements as well. And I think those are a great set of things to look at um, and say, well, look, that's actually fairly similar to what we need to do in our Christian walk. We do need to actually uh, be in the presence of the sun, not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. We do need to be planted in the, the earth. We do need to be have our roots planted deep into God. We do need rivers of uh, fresh water from the Holy Spirit to, to feed us. And we do need a community. We do need a group of people to, to keep us connected. Sometimes we need a fence up around us. Sometimes we need a glass house. And so some of the things we need um, to, to grow are those things. So my, my first question is someone says, I just don't know. I feel like I'm stuck. I go, well, are you reading your word? Are you spending time in his presence? Are your roots deep? Are you spending time with other plants that are much the like? Are you, are you in a safe space to grow? So... Um, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's go a couple of other questions before I move on to that one. What I want to do now is I want to do a thing called our, a reflection and application. So I've got 11 points. You don't have to write all of these down. In fact, I don't want you to do that at all. What I do want you to do is get out your device, get a pen, write on your Bible, write on your friend's forehead, whatever you'd like to do. But what I want you to do is I'm going to read through some of these and I want you to have a think about this is the only thing you need to do. Which one of these is an area that I think God is asking me to grow in? What is something in one of these areas that God is highlighting, the Holy Spirit's highlighting in my spirit going, oh, yeah, actually, I think that's something I could grow in. I think that's something that I could develop in. This is something that I need some movement in. So right now, why don't we just close our eyes and I'm just going to pray over you guys and myself. Holy Spirit, right now I ask that you would just give us a blank canvas, that you would speak to us over the next few minutes, that you would be speaking to our spirits, that you would highlight, Lord, that there would be something that stands out, uh, that you go, oh, that is something that you're speaking to me, God. And not just that, Father, but that you would help us, guide us, give us the wisdom to proceed and walk and grow through these things. In your mighty name, we pray you'd speak to us right now. Amen. So my heart for you is that you'd be sitting at home and wanting to apply this. So all you've got to do is you just listen to these and have a think about which one could apply to me. I have my notes here. All right. Um, they're not all going to come up on the big screen. Number one, we need to understand that growth brings stability to our lives. So you might say, well, how do I apply that? If you are unstable, if your life is falling apart in your marriage, in your workplace, in your friendships, with your kids, uh, and it's at multiple different levels, I would say that you have an instability in your life. And one of the ways that we can uh, be stable in our life is, if we're looking at this plant thing, is to put our roots down deep, to plant ourselves deep, to give ourselves some stability. Um, take this pig, for example. It's just a simple pig. And let's say this pig represents my life. And I want to bring 
um, you know, some balance to it. I want to bring um, some stability to it. And life can be really tricky. It's quite difficult to... Oh, I dropped it. One moment. It can be really difficult to keep balance of your life. Um, you can try different things. You can hold it like this. You can try different things. But often, and I think we've all been there, we've all seen people or we've been in that our own time where we've tried to lean on our own understanding, do it our own way. And in the end, we find that we can't keep a focus. We can't keep a plumb line. We can't keep a level-headed or stability in our life. So it's important to remember that growth, growth brings stability. So as you are growing and connecting with God on a regular basis, what happens is our roots go down deep. <clears throat> so I'm just going to borrow my belt. Let's pretend for a second that this belt is um, a root system. Okay. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to put the peg on there. And remember, the peg would fall off all the time. There we go. But now I can move around. I can, I can go right to the end. But the cool thing is, is that now there is stability in my life with the root system going down deep. And that's like when we connect with God and we have our roots deep in a theological understanding in, a, in his character. No matter what happens, the wind can blow, the things can move up and down. We are connected and there is stability in our life. So my question for you, if you're looking at this through a lens, is there instability in your life? Then I would say you need to connect even at a deeper level with God. Um, and when you continue to grow and grow and grow, I've always seen that stability comes. But here's the thing. Storms will always come too. But uh, that's when you have your roots down deep. You can be moved to and fro, but you're not going to be blown over. And that might not even be a word for you, but for someone else in your life. Maybe you've got a kid that you're like, yeah, they've got, they're so unstable. There's so much instability in their life. Um, and I believe that um, stability comes only through Christ. So the second one is that we need to understand that consistent growth can overcome many barriers. So you might be in life, you might be sitting there going, you know what, there's a barrier in my life. Um, there's, there's like I'm, I'm boxed in and I can't seem to break through. Here's the thing. Nature is incredible. If it has all of the things it needs, nutrients and light and water, it will continue to grow and make a way. Here's this cool picture. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these before, um, but these, oh yes, um, great verse for that one. Uh, be rooted up, um, be established in the faith. So that idea of being um, stable and being rooted in. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this, it's a bad picture, but there's uh, these farms that they'll get an apple and they'll put a box around it from a young age. And it'll grow up and grow and grow and grow. And what they eventually turn into is this, cubed apples. And um, it's amazing because nature will just grow to a point and then they'll just exist. And it just shows me, and they have to take them off after a certain time because they'll break the molds. And here's the thing, if you are continually growing in God and you're putting and positioning yourself in a place of growth, what's going to happen is that you are going to push through things. things. Things are going to bounce off you. You're going to move around things and it's not going to be as much of a struggle. Um, and sooner or later, you'll find yourself pushing past this and you've probably seen a plant growing up through a, uh, uh, you know, a, a crack in the floor or out a wall and those sorts of things. And so if you come up against barriers, just keep pushing into God and often you'll find a way through. Here's the interesting thing. On the flip side of that though, you can also say that sometimes we can also have stuff in our lives that we never deal with and we continue to grow. And you've probably seen pictures like this, 
right? That we can sometimes have rubbish in our lives that we haven't dealt with. And what's happened is we've just kind of put up with it. And God doesn't want that for our lives either. You've seen probably a picture like this or like this where they put those things around trees. And it has just got so used to it. It's growing through it. So my hope for you is if that's you this morning, that you would go, man, I've just put up with something. And um, it's beyond a point of pushing through. I've just put up with it. And if that's you this morning and you need to grow through that, I pray that the Holy Spirit would be speaking to you. Um, next one is um, we need to understand that a tree is made up of two parts, uh, both roots and leaves. And um, when you look at a picture like this, you're reminded that um, it's almost as big as it at the top as it is at the bottom. And if we look at, like, say, the root system as your deep theological relationship with God, that that's, that's where you go deep, and that's your understanding, that's your, um, your biblical knowledge, that's all of that stuff down deep. And then up here, we have the exterior stuff, the external stuff, that is uh, plants, that's um, uh, branches and leaves and flowers and pine cones and fruit and those sorts of things. And those things are to give out. So we have an internal relationship that's deep and it's personal and it's inward. And then we have this external thing that provides shelter and food and, and nutrients for other people. And that's a really cool balance that we are supposed to have. But on the flip side of that, what I'd also say is that maybe the question for you to look, about, uh, look at this with the idea of growing is, am I one or the other? Am I... Too, am I too so much in my own world, in my own relationship with God, that I am neglecting others? I'm neglecting being fruitful for others, and I've only got one old lemon that's falling apart, um, and no one wants to touch that gross lemon. Or, on the flip side, um, have you got lots of fruit, but your branches are a little bit flimsy, and the first time a storm comes, you just, you're kind of flaky, or you know someone that's like this, and the storm comes and all the fruit falls and the tree falls over because the root system wasn't deep enough. So have you got balance? Have you found the balance? And are you on one side of this that perhaps you go, no, actually, I could go a lot deeper. I need to get into my relationship with God. Or vice versa, you go, well, I have a great relationship with God, but I'm supposed to love God, but I'm also supposed to love others. That's where I need to grow in the next coming season. Uh, the other thing is that we are called to grow in a forest. Um, you can look at trees and often when they're by themselves, they're put there by man. But often when things are done in nature, they're together. Um, and we are designed to be in relationship with other trees, other people. So we are meant to grow up with other people and other. We're supposed to walk this walk with other trees. That makes sense. <clears throat> but that's a Lord of the Rings um, Quote there. Um, but I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were at Triple uh, Nine, Triple Nine Gould's Road, and uh, Lyndon had pulled down about, I don't know, 70, 80% of these trees that are sort of close to the hub, uh, to the to the, um, the house there. And uh, we left about 20% of them, maybe 10 or so, of, of those spindly trees. And everything looked fine for a couple of weeks. And then one Monday, I turned up, and about three, the two or three of them were, had fallen over on the fence, on the ground. And um, what had happened is we had removed its buddies. We'd removed the root systems that those root systems were holding on to. And we'd also, when we removed those root systems, they were also getting nutrients uh, and taking water from the ground. And, and it, when that we had removed them and the first storm came, it had just made the muddy ground. And then the wind came and the tree blew over. And the other thing is when you have a whole bunch of trees together, they all take the wind 
equally. But when you've only got a couple, they just get hammered. And these trees fell down by themselves. Um, so my, my thing to you today, as far as that, are you growing in your friendship, in your relationships with others? Don't stand alone because the first storm comes, you'll often fall over. And I can tell you with an honest heart that I would not be here today if it wasn't for Jesus, number one. But if it wasn't for friends and family that were willing to pick me up and pull me and say, nah, we're going to church. No, you cannot have that attitude. No, I'm coming and I'm going to hang out with you. And yes, you know, you're this or you're that or you're this, but I, I love you and we're going to do life together. And that is so important. So are you growing in your friendships and your relationships? Uh, the next one is uh, number five is weeds can grow also. So my question is, what are you? What else are you letting grow in your life? Are you letting ivy? Are you letting thorns grow in your life? Anything can grow if you feed it. So is there stuff in your life? And simply you can ask the Holy Spirit, the orchardist, if you will, in this picture, to come and to prune and to, to take away. Uh, is that an area that you need to recognize and, and grow in and go, you know what, I've got weeds. I need God to get rid of these so I can be continually growing. Um, number seven, actually, we're going to jump one. I, we can do number six really quickly. As we grow, we're given more responsibilities. We're, we're starting to see more fruit. Um, if you look for me, if I look at my own life, and I'm not by any means some sort of perfect example, but I find myself in a position where I'm somewhat of a, a model. I'm up the front where people can go, well, I, yeah, I can see that I need to live a little bit like that. And I cannot stand here today and say, this has just happened. You know, I got my own. I have a huge amount of my own faults and, and um, shortcomings, but I am where I am with God's grace and God's God's blessing. And it's only by small, humble steps that God can start to uh, produce fruit in your life like that. And so, um, a question I would ask someone if someone said, "I said, hey, you grown in your relationship with God?" and they go, oh, "I don't know." My first question would be, uh, "Is there fruit? Is there fruit in your life?" Um, are, are you being, is God giving you small things to be responsible for big things? Number seven, growing can often be painful. Um, we have a lanky, giraffe-like eight, almost nine-year-old at the moment, and uh, he's getting so tall, and uh, he keeps saying, my legs are sore, my legs are sore. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you grew like 11 inches this month. And, um, and so it, growing can be painful, but growing uh, is an important part of our life. And I want to roll right into point number eight, um, which is this. Um, you can regrow. Um, this picture here, I hope, gives you some confidence. Oh, there we go. Oh, come on. There we go. You can regrow. There is no reason, I want you to hear this today, there's no reason why you can't have had something chopped down. Maybe it's a marriage. Maybe it's ministry. Maybe it's your confidence. There is no reason why without facing the sun, asking for the Holy Spirit, being having your roots down deep, that you can't regrow in an area. Because our God is a God of restoration, renewal, rede uh, redemption. And so my prayer is that if that's you, I want to encourage you that you can regrow today. Um, the other thing I want to say, it's number nine, is don't judge a, uh, don't judge a tree by its seed. When I was um, six or seven years ago, when um, I was looking at getting ordained, um, I had to go through all of this process to get ordained and uh, you had to get ratified by the NLT, our national leadership team. And on that national leadership team were my old pastor when I first got saved and then my old youth pastor when I first got saved. 
I was I was pretty loose when I was that age. And I remember saying to my pastor at the time, um, when I was getting ordained, I said, look, I, I think it's 50-50. They knew me back then, and I was pretty rough. And uh, I, maybe I thought it was probably like 70-30 that I was going to get through. I was like, I don't know if, I'm, if this is going to work. He gave me the phone call and said, no, you're in. You're, 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 you're going to go through the process. And I was like, wow, I totally thought that they would be like, oh, Dre, he... And they were like, no, they did say that, but they said... Oh my gosh, how, what a cool testimony this is, that he was this bent, ugly sapling that was falling apart, but over time, what look what God has done. And so my encouragement for you would be, don't judge someone on their seed. Don't judge someone on, on the sapling. Maybe you knew someone back then. Or here's the other thing. Maybe you've got an awkward, angry, grumpy sapling in the bedroom, you know, um, or you know, uh, at your dinner table. Don't judge the tree by the seed or the seed by the tree. What I want, to, what I want you to understand is that God can do anything. And, um, and just be aware that um, God is a God of redemption. And, don't, and he never li- we can't be limited by his glory and his ability and his providence. Um, number 10. Um, pride is roundup. If we're talking about, uh, this is actually Hannah's one, um, if we're talking about growing and um, growing in a relationship with God, there has to be humility. There's got to be a humbleness that says, I've made a mistake, God help me. Or I can see a mistake, or I can see a mistake that that person made, and I don't want to make that mistake, Lord. Show me, guide me what I need to do differently. And um, the opposite of that is pride. Right, going. I can do this. I can do this. It's round up to your life. It will kill and destroy. And pride is 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 got nowhere um, with people who are trying to take steps closer to Jesus. So if you have pride in your life, man, I encourage you to to ask God to deal to that because pride is like round up uh, when you're trying to grow something. It will kill it, and it's designed to kill it in three days or something. One of the ones I was I was looking at. It's supposed to kill it from the inside, every cell, and it'll fall over dead. Don't be prideful. And then finally, the last thing, if you're not growing, at best, you're surviving, and at worst, you're dying, which is a bit of a challenge. So if I ask the question, are you growing, and you say no, then I go, well, what are you? Where are you? We are designed to be growing. We're designed to continue in this relationship and to be building and to be reforming and to be gaining understanding and experience with God. And if you're not I don't think that that certainly isn't God's plan for your life. And God wants, and and my desire from this sermon today would be that you would have a hunger, that you would feel a hunger to to grow. That you would say, I can grow. Oh, that's right. I could do this. I can do that. I can Um, regrow. God can dilute Roundup in my life (laughs) and bring humility where there was pride. So what is the opposite of growing? Ask yourself that question. Is it dying? I don't know. But I know that we I know that we must continue to grow. Growing can be painful, growing can be difficult. You come up against barriers. And the easier thing sometimes is just to sit and exist. But what, like that earlier picture, what can you feed other people when you're just existing? You need fruit in your life, you need to be thriving. We are called to be salt and light, to be love. The Bible says that we 
that people will know the love that we have for him based on the love that we have for others, that fruit that we have. We must grow up. I think that the problem with church today is that is too much information and not enough transformation. See, the guy's just giving you a whole lot of information. But my point is, is that we must transform. We have to. And we must grow up. If you're a brand new Christian and you're a little sapling, enjoy that time. Being flexy and waving in the wind. But if you've been around a wee while, come on, harden up. Get some bark on you. Ask God, put yourself, position yourself for growth. With the sun, with water, with, um, with uh, being planted, planted in a good church. We must grow up, people. Um, too often I look and I go, that person hasn't changed, that person hasn't changed, that person hasn't changed. And I did it for almost a decade. So I'm going to point at myself. Just in church, but just deciding, you know, that's too hard. I'm going to put myself in awkward positions to grow and, and to be more like Christ. I'm just going to sit here and I'll just kind of fake it a little bit. It's a sad place to exist. So I just want to quickly end with what does a growing cornerstone look like? Because this is five cornerstones of cornerstone. I love this. This whole idea was actually Warren Hodges. And he was saying, we need to have something that builds into our DNA that we're never just stagnant. We're never just going to leave it. We're always willing and open to hear from the Holy Spirit and to take something new. And I think if we can be a church that's willing, open, and has faith and wisdom to step into something new, God can do so many big things. God can get us a hub. God can get us a building. God can can build us a church. God can um, uh, grow other ministries. God can can change uh, Rolleston and Selwyn and, and our district just through this church, let alone all the other churches. Maybe God is calling us to... To plant churches. Maybe God is, is calling um, uh, people to be uh, missionaries. Maybe God is calling people to be pastors. You know, there's so much that we can do, but we have to have a culture of growing. That is my big thing this morning, that we have to have a culture of growing. And if we're not growing, often we're dying. And all we need to simply do is position ourselves for growth with those three or four different things. The sun, with the water, with the being deeply grounded, and then with uh, protection of those around us. So the last thing here, those um, 11 things, are you unstable? Have you put your roots down like the peg? Um, do you have an issue with growth um, and, you, and you need to overcome a barrier? Or are you, um, have you found the balance between a root, between the roots and the leaves? Remember that picture? Um, are you struggling by yourself? Are you not in a forest? What weeds are you letting grow up? And as we grow, we produce fruit. And growing can be painful. If any of these are sticking out for you right now, remember that you can... I know that this is for people. I know that this is for someone today, this morning, reading this going, that's me. I've just gone, I'm a stump. That's it now. You're not a stump. Uh, Don't judge the tree by its seed. Pride is round up. And what are you if you're not growing? Can we just take 30 seconds... So just close our eyes and just go, well, let's take 10 seconds to do this. Holy Spirit, guide, guide me. If I can take one thing away today and you show me what's one area that I can grow in, I know that this would be all worth it. Holy Spirit, guide us. Have something stick out to us right now in your mighty name. Amen. You've got 10 seconds. Have another look at that. 
Write it down. What is your one? What's the one that you got? I can work on this. Then I want you, after the service this morning, ask the Holy Spirit, what can I do? What, what do you need me to do, Holy Spirit? Awesome. Hey, love you guys. Thank you so much for joining with us. And uh, next week, we're going to have our satellite services. We plan. And so it could look quite different. Uh, but until then, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bless you.